0: The 250 to 1 Hudson Swafford. Uh,
1: what up, BB? It's the Court Junkies. We're here. It's the Farmers Insurance Open. Fresh off that 250 to 1 Hudson Swafford outright at the Amex. Give it to me, honey. Deliver um. me. The goods, presented by covers.com. The only place to go. If you love sports and you love winning and you love betting and you love betting content on all the sports winning starts at covers.com NFL. You only got a couple weeks here, folks. You yeah. got, the, you got the, you know, the NFC, AFC championship stuff. Then you got the super bowl. That's it. Scratch that it. You got the NHL. You got the NBA going on. Of course, golf stuff's over there. Our exclusive head-to-head matchups, top 20 write-ups are, are there every single week for free. It's the only place you can go to get that. And Covers.com is where you go to start your betting process. They've been doing it for over 25 years, serving over 20 million sports bettors annually. So thank you to Covers, big supporters of the Tour Junkies podcast. Head over to Covers.com. Check it out. Pat, man, feels good. Feels really good to have a
2: winner finally. Finally. I know, I know you're excited. I mean, I have to say you are getting a little concerned because I had the four winners in a row. And yeah. you know, and you had like a little bit of a, a hard fall, but um, yeah. you know, it's it's uh, you came back strong. I mean, basically, my winners, all the winners I had in a row, pretty much added up to two hundred and fifty yeah. to one. Two fifty right. to one. My
1: my Hudson Swafford radar is just good, man. We hit him, we yeah. hit him a couple years ago, one fifty to one. So there have been thirteen events that we have covered since the beginning of the twenty twenty one PJ Tour season uh, at the Fortinet Championship. Pat has hit four winners. Yeah out of the 13 I, I did hit victor hovland at the hero but it was like yeah. 16 mm-hmm. to 1 or whatever and yeah. then hudson swafford in 13 events we delivered you six outright winners on our official betting cards i mean what are we even doing here what are we even doing if you're if you're watching on youtube you should super chat us a bunch of money right now david speaks if you're in here right now you should super
2: chat ten thousand dollars <laughs> right now that's a little That man is that's cute. a hard, that's a big ass there db that's a big ass but well, you know shoot,
1: you know shoot for the the moon i mean it's hard to, to hit outrights
2: it, it listen it's not easy yeah. to hit outrights it's not like we're throwing out i mean we're giving you top 20s and things like that but it's not like i mean those are way easier to hit obviously and a 250 yeah. to one outright that's just like that only comes mm. around mm. Like God. once every so often.
1: It was once so fun day. to watch, too. I watched the whole back nine. My, I got friends texting me about the Bucks game, and I'm like, listen, I didn't watch one single down live of game. the Bucks game. I, I, I texted game. my buddy, I said, I'm sorry, but I'm watching Hudson Swaffer drag his nutsack all over the back nine. Of, Maybe you need uh, multiple TGLF. TVs,
2: DB. I mean, we can't I do that. What there.
1: are we even doing? If I can't have multiple TVs, are we even doing this, right? Look at this. Here's another winner. Who's this? Cody Neal. He hit a big one. Man, the Nut Hut was, I mean, the Nut Hut was exploding with victories last night. It was just banana land. AC's in there having to add a bunch of new people to the Nut Hut Hall of Fame for huge wins, big takedowns, big betting
2: tickets. It was so fun to see. I, I love being in the Nut Hut when that happens. Love How it. about the fact that um you didn't have to really even sweat that one out like, mm, like um, as you like you did, great. you There's did a lot of people creeping up that leaderboard. Yeah, here. but then he like Eagles he eagles what 15 or 16. 16. You know, Birdie's yeah. 17. I mean, he gets up by two or three. It makes it almost easy on you. you yeah, but he then he
1: had that, then he had that long, that long car save on 18. I was thinking, oh my God, yeah. if he misses this and hoagie birdies, we're in trouble. Um, but you know, last week, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, I mean, I just the nut hut is ten dollars a month. It is the best ten dollars a month you have ever spent in your life for so many reasons, right? Even one week like this pays for the whole year because we were all over swafford on the show we were all over swafford in the articles and all that stuff we were all over him in the nut hut but a little nugget that dropped in the nut hut last week to me just and actually our our guest cuz we do have a special guest coming up here in just a second he dropped this a very similar nugget the week before in the nut hut but there's a little section in the nut hut called caddy info and it's you know, let us be your caddy we 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 put in a lot of key information in there on the course on players all the press transcripts and all that kind of stuff that we go through and sort out and read. And it's, it's a great place to to go and check before you finalize lineups and betting, uh, you know, betting cards. But last week I put in there on Wednesday that Lee Hodges is reportedly hitting it real nice. And he was like $6,300 or whatever. And, and I said, do with it what you will. Don't shoot the messenger, whatever happens. But Lee Hodges is hitting it good. And what happens? Lee Hodges almost wins the tournament. Finishes like third.
2: I, I think like he, he and I think he showed up well. But, I mean, besides just playing putter, was extremely so, good. Yeah he he held his own for a rookie on a Sunday with his first lead to finish oh, third. Yeah. It wasn't just, like I mean he, he didn't hard. choke or anything. He just I mean he got beat by Swa. I mean Swafford throws you know eight under on you. That that's gonna yeah. win a tournament. Yeah. Um. But little nuggets like that and the little nugget
1: that our guests coming up dropped the week before, th- that literally pays. One of those weeks could pay for your entire membership for the year. So I don't know what you're doing. Get in the Nut Hut. Go to tourjunkies.com slash Hut and sign up. Join the Discord server. That's where it's at. It's a good time. Uh, Pat, we got some more n- new content coming out this week. We just dropped a Kevin Strillman interview. That is live on YouTube right now, as well as wherever you listen to our podcast. It's on there. Great interview with Strills. He's been on the tour fifteen years. The guy's made twenty-eight million dollars on the golf course, or something like. He was fantastic. He was genuine. Mm-hmm. He told some great stories. A Bryson story that he hadn't told a lot of people. Talked a little bit about Tiger. He chimed in on the betting and DFS stuff. And he he uh, he actually answered one of our questions with like, "Are you asking me this as if you're talking about betting?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Okay, well, if I were to answer that, I'm not supposed to. But here's what I would say." Like, he was so cool about it. Such a good uh-huh. dude. You got to check that interview out with Kevin Strillman. Uh, our boy uh, Mark Hill's got the DP World Tour show dropping again this week. Another stacked field over there in the Middle East for the Desert Dubai Classic. cow uh, is over there. Rory, Paul Casey, all, everybody who basically played last week um, is is staying over there. So that's going to be a, a another big field. You're going to need to listen to Mark Hill there. And our boy, uh, you know, the kid, kid money, Garrett Simmons. He's continuing to uh, pump out these Corn Ferry Tour shows. That's that event's going on right now. So check that out. Um, one more announcement before we bring in our guest, and that is we're, we want to drip some little details on it. Pat, by the way, love the uh, the company. You're a company man. Look at that shirt right there, that polo shirt. You got the yeah. covers on there.
2: Well, I, you know, speaking of um, company man, I mean, how about let me be a TJ company man real quick here. Mm-hmm. Do we drink um podcast juice anymore? Because I I don't know. The last okay. two shows we just totally gloss over that. I'm like sorry. we don't we don't even talk I'm about so like what, what our juice is tonight. Like what are we doing? You're just racing through all these announcements. <laughs> like we okay. can't even relax for a second. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, the people um, want to relax. I am I I had
1: Diablos right before I came here and I had some pink lemonade and I came in and I just poured some Tito's
2: over it. So oh, this well, that's, is hey, this is I very like your style there. Dangerous. You just made it like that's efficient. Mm-hmm. You just like you came straight from the restaurant, yeah, literally straight nope. kitchen, and then you just said, You know what? I got this lemonade, I'm just gonna pour some Tito's on top of it. Yeah, you know, I, kiss I like the the that. Kids kiss the wife, bang, 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 and then I poured the vodka yeah. and I ran upstairs. Well, I got a, um, I got a little beer, yeah. you know, a beer, a, a little yingling from uh, you know, producer Sam, he'll tell you yingling is from his hometown or something, his home state. I don't know where it is, but it's so, it's <laughs> somewhere like maybe. Producer Sam was born in the Yingling Brewery. I don't know, but Ooh. there's some connection to Producer Sam. I was, yeah, Yingling
3: in the Yingling Brewery. Yes, exactly.
2: Yep.
1: Yes. Yep. But were you conceived in the Yingling Brewery? That's the question. Do you know?
3: Uh, I'll have to ask. Let me okay. text, let me text okay. my mom and I'll get right
2: back. Yeah, okay. run that
1: up the ladder to to. Right. Yeah, um, anyway it up. It's um, so
2: underrated beer. You know, it's pretty. It's 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 a good beer.
1: Yeah. Um. Speaking of Pennsylvania. Pat, uh, on the first show of the year, we dropped the big time bomb that we're having a live listener golf event on September 23rd and September 24th in Pennsylvania at Producer Sam's, uh, you know, just lovely family course out there, Mountain, uh, Mountain Valley, right? Mountain Valley? Yeah, Mountain Valley. Um, beautiful spot, 36 holes, lovely clubhouse, um, great area. We're going to have a great time september 23rd and 24th okay you're gonna want to make plans you're probably gonna want to make plans on september 25th to just like take it easy getting out of town you yeah. know what i mean take that i uh, don't do that but this this golf tournament is going to be like is going to be different than any golf tournament you've ever been to or that you've ever seen okay i, I know the four play guys do live golf events and the no land up guys and i'm sure they're great i'm sure they're fantastic it, this will be this will have elements of that that these guys wish they could pull off and they're not, they're not going to be able to do it. Okay. We have the greatest golf tournaments. And I don't, I don't have a good Trump impression, but <laughs> they're the greatest, there's no, there's no question about it. They're the greatest golf tournaments. Um, anyway, we're going to have a great time. I, I want to drip a little bit of uh, some little extra details to you right now. Uh, on September 23rd, that Friday, uh we are going that that event. If you if you go to that, hold on, I'm I'm being distracted here. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna have the option to sign up for one of two packages here. Either the Friday and Saturday deal, and we'll get pricing rolling out to you very quickly. It's gonna be it's gonna, gonna be here before you know it. You're either gonna be able to sign up for the Friday and Saturday deal, or you're gonna be able to just do the Saturday deal. Now, let me tell you what Saturday is first. Saturday is gonna be fun. Food, beer, liquor, all the fun stuff. And just, you know, your typical scramble event, okay? We could have a bunch of people out there. We got 36 holes to play around on. So we could have a group on every on every hole and just have a blast, right? Um, and that would be great. And along with that, there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff happening on the course. Stuff, like I said, you've never seen. You're going to have a good time with it. But here's what I'm really excited about, Pat, as you're in the chat being distracted. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Is Friday. Yes, I'm very excited. I say I'm excited about Friday, but I'm also very concerned. Yeah, you should be because on Friday, the golf that takes place on Friday will be of epic proportions, and it will have there will be a lot riding on it. The golf event that is taking place on Friday is for the inaugural Golby's Cup, and it will be Team DB versus Team Pat. And when you sign up you have to declare your allegiance to either team DB or team Pat. If you know, if we open it up to only a certain number of spots, this is going to be a Ryder cup style match play golf tournament between the two teams. Me and Pat will not be playing in the beginning. We are going to ride around as captains. We're going to see every all members of our team. We're going to evaluate those members of our team for something that would come after the, uh, the first 18 hole match. And, uh, you know, we're gonna have earpieces in, golf carts, uniforms, it's gonna have, it's gonna be a blast. But you 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 have to decide whose team you're on when you sign up. And from the moment you step on property on Friday, it's war. So you you're if you're team DB, you're not you're not we're not fraternizing with the enemy over here. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna do our thing and we're gonna be ready to go out there and kick some ass, is what we're gonna do. Okay. Now what I'm worried about is that I can get like twenty to thirty people to be on team DB. So if, if you're, if you're out there listening, you know, and you're, you're thinking, Oh man, I, I like DB. I'm, I'm more of a DB guy than Pat. Then I'm going to need you to sign up for this. When, whenever this opens up, but we're going to limit Friday. Uh, there's not going to be as many spots available on Friday. It's going to be a smaller, more in, intimate mm-hmm. event for the diehard dedicated DB Pat fans. And then after that 18 hole match takes, takes place, there's going to be another very awesome detail that we will drip to you at another date but I will say that, that I'm
2: going to get enough for my team.
1: Uh, I don't think that's, I, I don't, I, I don't think that's uh, Josh Kissler. <laughs> Josh Kissler <laughs> in the chat. You can't make me pick. It's like choosing your ugliest child. <laughs> well, you got to pick one, dude. You're, there is no Switzerland option here. You have to pick one. If you come on Friday, uh, then on Saturday, we can all be buddies, whatever, just like they do in the real Rider cup. You know, we can all be buddies after that, but Friday is DB versus Pat. It's who, where's your loyalty. Let's go. I love
2: it. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited to uh to be riding around. You know, just Ooh, should
1: we tell him about your um about the competition that we're gonna have, the little side competition?
2: Yeah, we should go ahead and talk about that. Go ahead. So you know, we've we've said this for years. Well, a few years now. Everybody knows that I am uh I'm I'm a top ranked player in the world when it comes to the bump and run. I mean, yeah, I, I think really player different. is a good word, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a true tournament bump and run player. Tournament caliber player. yeah. Tur- tournament caliber player. So there is going to be a bump and run contest. And I'm
1: a king of the hill, you know, like
2: who can take, we'll see cannot- if you can knock me down. I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know how exactly it's going to work, but you better be, you know, you better be working on your bump and run skills up until September. Because yeah. let me just tell you, I'm very hard to beat when it comes to that this is true i tried to do it and i didn't do it i didn't do it successfully the first time yeah so absolutely. uh that's just a little sneak peek of something that may that, well i say may it's gonna happen um probably D- that friday too
1: dylan garasi's in the chat he's going to war with you yeah dylan also j- was an inaugural member of the nut hut and then got out he was awesome he's the guy Love dylan. i'll never forget this guy he famously says he told us that he he left a date with a large busted brunette one time because he had to go get in the nut hut chat with his with his internet friends on a wednesday night and then he leaves the nut hut i guess i guess things must have worked out between the two of them he disappears for like a year and then he joined again today and he tweets out that he's he's coming he's joining the nut hut because yes. he, he misses pat this is what i'm talking about like i don't know that i i, I don't know that i can feel 20 to 30 guys on my team i'm going to have to like i don't have to get creative i'm going to have to get creative Anyway, uh, in the YouTube comments, we're going to get to our guests here in the YouTube comments, uh, write down to tell us like in any golf tournament that you've played in Lauderdale tournament or member guest or fun, like member tournament at your, at your place, like what's some of the coolest things you've seen done, uh, or what's something that you think would be really awesome to, to do at a golf tournament. Give us some, some more ideas because you know, mountain Valley is a playground for these for us yeah. and yeah, we can almost do whatever good. we want. So. Um, let's get lit. Put that in the YouTube comments. We appreciate that. By the way, shout out to Alex Webb, who won the uh trap golf contest last week. Uh, your shipment is on the way. All right, Pat, I think that's enough of that. I think it's time to bring in our guest. Producer Sam, bring in our guests. We all know and love Mr. Caddy John Rathouse.
3: What up, Caddy John! What's up, man? man? Good to be on here. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I was trying to figure out whose team I was going to be on at that, yeah. uh, that little thing. I think I'd have a little bit more fun talking shit to DB, so I'd probably join oh, Pat's team. This is
0: the
1: battle. Yes. Everybody feels sorry for Pat.
3: So they, they, they- I didn't say that. I didn't Whoa. say that.
1: Whoa. No, no you're putting means. words in people's mouths. It means, it means you don't think Pat can stick up for himself enough. You don't think he can <laughs> hang, but so he needs his big brothers to come out and help him out. I get it. I get it, but that's cool. That's cool. We'll figure it out but you are going to have to decide caddy john and, right. and anybody else out there you're gonna to have to decide and i'm gonna know i'm gonna know the problem is what's gonna happen is we're gonna have like 30 people registered for pat's team maxed out and like <laughs> six on mine we are you i don't know what we're gonna do i have to bring my kids or something i'll bring my kids that's what we'll do all right all right caddy john's with us from the caddy network uh, at Rad Alice on Twitter, we know him in the Nut Hut too. He's always in there doing some good stuff. Been on the show a couple times. Uh, former PGA Tour looper, or he's got some experience. You've been around this place a few times too, right? I have.
3: I've been I've been around it a few times. Um, biggest highlight was at the U.S. Open in 09 Yeah, never really did anything you know significant this time of year, but I, I know the golf course for sure.
1: All right, what are your thoughts this week? What do you think about it? Give us your course your course breakdown.
3: Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think. You know, being in the fairway off the tee, hitting a lot of greens, obviously, you know, a good thing. But I think, you know, the Poe putting is certainly a big deal. You know, we're on the West Coast. And then I think a sneaky one is like kind of a strokes game around the green. I really think you're going to find yourself missing a lot of greens on the par fives. They're hard to hit in two. Um, you know, some of the par threes are really long and stuff. So I think that's a sneaky one to kind of, you know, pay attention to. And then on the other course, the North course, you can get home in those par fives and two a lot more regularly. Um, but man, it's, it's a course where you don't really attack. It, you just kind of survive. And uh, you know, you know, guy's going to really have to be on his game this week to, to come through with a, with a W.
1: Nice. Um, Pat, what do you, what do you have to add to that? You want to chime in with your thoughts?
2: Well, I, you know, here's something that I wanted to talk about with DB when I was looking through the courses. I mean, you know, obviously we're here every year and and we've got, you know, you, know, you get one round on the north course and then if you make the cut you're going to get two you know three rounds on the south course but my thing is this you know this year because not every year we would have this narrative but this year we have the the fact that a lot of these players played in the US Open on this course uh in 2021 so they played this course twice you know do you think that there's potential that we could be putting too much emphasis if if we are I don't know on where you know how players did in the u.s open on this course versus you know you know how it plays normally year in and year out because obviously we know a u.s open course is a lot different as far as the setup even even when it's the same course that you we had this with pebble beach a couple of years ago too so yeah i didn't look at this at all i didn't look you, at, the US did you, did at you did you look well i'm not asking you db i'm asking caddy john did you look at the u.s open at all when it comes to uh you know some of these players
3: yeah so it's a different time of year for sure and and the course plays softer than it would for a u.s open i will say i was talking to a buddy of mine that used to caddy on tour he's a san diego resident and i was like how do you think it's going to play this year and he's like you know we haven't had a lot of rain cooler temperatures i think it's going to play a little shorter than it has in the past so you know i don't know if patrick reed's going to need to take relief from the rough left of (laughs) 10 this week um you know, so I think interestingly for the U S open, as far as I'm concerned, like te- lines off the tees, that's cool. And then putts, I, I think, you know, being comfortable on these greens, because this thing sits on the little side of a Hill and you've got, you know, the hotel and the medical campus, and then it just gently down a cliff and then over into the ocean. And so, you know, there's guys that putt better here than others. And so a little experience at the U S open, I-, I would weigh that, but, but outside of a different time of year.
2: Yeah. I agree. I, I think there's not a whole lot from the U.S. Open that I'm gonna glean from that. Maybe a little bit, but but not a lot.
0: DB, do you have thoughts on that? Oh, since you-, <laughs>
1: oh, oh. <laughs> oh you guys want? Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I'm not looking. I'm not looking at that at all. Um, I-, I definitely, you know, think at this time of year, it's co- cooler temperatures. It's probably still gonna be, you know, I mean, it's not. It's- guys were talking about that last year at this tournament and at the, at the U S open when people were asking about it, you know, they were talking about how different it was going to play. Um, so I didn't really look at it a whole lot. I mean, I do think experience here matters. Um, if Uh your only experience here is at the U S open, I don't think that's terrible. Um, yeah, but I would rather have seen somebody play at the, at the farmers before I think was it ROMS, the only person to win at his on his debut at this golf tournament since like 1957. Now, and and you could argue Rom's kind of, uh, I mean, I'm sure he had played plenty around Torrey Pines. He was very familiar with that, very familiar with that area. Um, so, I mean, I want a little bit of experience. That's for sure. Again, I'm leaning, you know, if we're starting to talk about kind of what we're looking at in terms of handicap and I'm definitely leaning, continuing to lean towards guys that we've seen a good bit of so far already in 2022, which there's not that many guys we haven't seen yet. I think like DJ, uh, is one Joaquin Neiman's another big name that I think we haven't seen. Um, you got to help me out if I'm, forgetting another couple but you know, there's only a handful of guys that we haven't seen just yet but i'm definitely going to give more of an edge to you know guys who uh who've been playing already in 2022 uh and i give length an advantage here i mean i know uh, it is important to be in the fair way obviously the longer and straighter you can hit it the better pretty much everywhere um but even if you got to chop it out of this kakuya rough which i don't know if we've talked about that but this is a unique rough right john i mean it's it's kind yeah. of gnarly it's a yeah. sticky,
3: long, thick one. And, you know, I mean, chopping it out, that's one thing. And then the other thing where you talk about experience around this place, I think, you know, you can get club on the ball, but it's, what does it do once it gets on the green? And I think that's where the experience comes in play. You know, where guys, the, the chipping facility here is horrible. It's like this tiny little quarter size chipping yeah. green, you know, so you got to get your work done out on the golf course. Now we're talking about, Hey, two days of prep guys drive yeah. it over from so that's an interesting fact i don't are you guys weighing that at all this week because it's like are you ready for some football i mean they justified it over the weekend right it's like we need to watch football on sunday
1: yeah yeah have we even mentioned that that the tournament actually starts on wednesday i think we forgot to do that it runs wednesday to saturday this year which i think is a smart idea um but yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna make for a quick turnaround guys coming in off of uh off playing the mx so well, that makes you wonder
2: how much they're going to get to see of of both courses, especially and like even if we're talking about like the fact that you know, you know, having some history here or experience here really matters. You're yeah. you're probably going to have less experience, especially for these new guys that haven't really seen all that much. I mean, that's going to be even less because there's no way you can really
3: fit it in. No, the the new guys are definitely at a disadvantage, even more so this week. You know, because there'll be a pro am tomorrow, so they. You know, and if you're smart, you know, maybe you figured out a way to go check it out before you went over to Hawaii or whatever before you played the the Amex. But uh, those guys are at even more of a disadvantage this week. Do you yep. think do
2: you think that it throws them off at all? The fact that there's two different putting surfaces between I mean, I know they have three days if they make the cut on, on the south. So they get POA for three days, but, you know, they get pure bent for the north course and then they get that you know the boun- bouncy weed of a grass of Poa.
3: does it throw them off at all or does it not really matter uh i don't know if it matters maybe a guy that likes to putt bent a little bit more will like that surface but you know i mean these guys have done it enough to know that you know last week when well, he had three different courses so people are doing the whole oh how's Laquinta running run in the other two so mm-hmm. i mean i think it's not enough to to keep you up at night for sure
1: I like the, um, I like what you said too, John, about the, around the green play. I, I definitely looked at that um, kind of coming together on some plays I like here. I think it's like one of the lowest percent the South course, like one of the lowest percentage fairways hit and greens and regulations. Everything's lower than average. The guys are going to miss greens. Um, and so just being able to scramble, get up and down, make par when you need to um, on the South course for those three days, hopefully that they, they, they make it, uh, you know, all the way to Saturday. So I'm definitely weighing that in as well. Is there anything else, John, that you feel like you need to, drop in here before we before we let you go
3: no no i i think i mean other than you know it's it's a big boy golf tournament you know yeah. it's just it's <laughs> yeah. one of those where it's like i'd love to get busy with the longer odds and stuff i mean you took advantage of that last week db and and it's yeah. probably gonna be harder to find that one this week yeah. um you know i found some guys in there that i like uh but i i don't know about you know who's your longer uh, odds
1: guys Who's your favorite, like, val- Like give me, like, two that you feel like are really good values, like, that you're like, oh, man, that's a good number. Values.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to stay on the Uncle Tom Hoagie train. I mean, I'm not going to get off of it, but he hasn't won, and he has definitely hasn't won here. Um, you know, I- I'm not going to steal your thunder on one of these guys. I know you're going to him later. I won't mention him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. give you Lonto Griffin as well at 66. And then I really like Will Zalatoris this week. Um he, Will he, we had his caddy, um, Ryan Gobel on, on a caddy network uh on location last week. And he was he was really fired up about West Coast stuff. So Yeah. Why, why do you say
2: you're not gonna steal DVs, and then you take one of mine? I Do,
3: <laughs> do you know who DVs is, don't you, Pat? Yeah, I do, I put, but I, I mean I, chat, John, I knew I who time was it.
2: also, and then you uh, you just said them. So. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm on your I'm on your side. That's okay. All right. You can steal them. You guys can check out Caddy
1: John on Twitter. He's also at the Caddy Network. John, tell us what's going on with all that. What are you you want to update us on what you're doing? Yeah,
3: for sure. I'm really excited with what I'm doing with the Caddy Network. A little bit more involved this year. We're talking to Caddies every week, you know, multiple times throughout the week. Uh and I got a podcast dropping on Thursday. We're doing Thursday every other week, but we I spent uh Sunday with Gino and uh it's it really turned out well. He he had some podcast juice going. He was in his bunk bed at his house in Idaho uh we we told a lot of stories so that's gonna be on thursday on all that on the caddy network social media so is that his house or his trailer his trailer and he and he's in a bunk bed <laughs> and then his his son sleeps above and then him and his, his wife need, holly was there too yeah they need to get I, I they they are, they're building they're building but yeah they're having a little but he we, we had a good time he's so good so i was interested in what happened in that match there today with higgs and the, and the boys at goat hill park but yeah mm-hmm. gino on thursday that i'd recommend people check that out caddy network yeah, that's great stuff.
1: I'm looking forward to catching all that this year. I also saw, a, uh, I saw an Instagram story today from our boy Roger Steele, who we had on last week. Uh, he, was vid- he was videoing uh, Charles Kelly, who's been on the podcast for the lead singer of Lady Annabella. He was videoing some concert that he was doing, but Joel, there's a video of him. Joel Damon grabs the microphone from Charles, and you can tell he's absolutely smammered. <laughs> and he's like in front of this big crowd of people, and they're yelling at Charlie Hoffman, and Joel's like, he's got the microphone and Charles is standing over and like, what is, what are you doing? He's like, Char- Charlie, I'll give you a thousand dollars for every inch of that mullet you grow out or whatever. And he's <laughs> like talking trash to Charlie Hoffman. He's totally blitzed. Oh God. It was a great, it was a classic Joel Damon look. For oh, sure. Man.
3: Those guys are so authentic. So <laughs> uh, big fans of theirs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome.
1: Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Caddy John will catch you in the nut hut, man. Appreciate you. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, John. Of course. Caddy John bringing the goods. We appreciate him. Um, you know, Pat, what, who else brings the goods? Fujikira. We've been talking Fuji-Kira. about Fujikira mm-hmm. doing their thing. The Ventus TR's first week introduced on the PJ Tour was for the Amex. Although uh, Cam Smith was, re- was rocking it at the Century Tournament of Champions. Won the Century Tournament of Champions with the Ventus TR shaft. They got a lot of good feedback last week from the player testing. More to come. Uh, with a lot of the Fuji's shafts in the Farmers here, is the number one driver and wood shaft also at the Amex. 19% of all wood shafts, driver, fairways, and hybrids were a Ventus model. That's more than all but two other shaft brand totals. The TR is a new mid-launch low-spin profile with new material added for additional stability. That's what I need. I need that stability to keep that thing from doing all this and my ball from going left and right. I got to get my torques right. My torques is typically broken. I got to get it right. The Ventus TR is helping me do that. It's the new addition to the Ventus Line. Ventus TR is available for $350 MSRP to buy online or through custom fittings at any charter dealer starting February 1st. So we're talking about that, we're talking about that new new Ventus, that yeah. Ventus TR from Fujikira. Uh, we appreciate them. Listen, just wherever you go to get your driver, your hybrids, your fairway woods, whatever it is, get fit. You know, even if you suck, get fit you always got to that it. thing
2: off at the pga show this week you know They're,
1: yeah they probably are it's probably some...
2: nobody can get it yet but they, february 1st
1: Yep, you can look but you can't touch you know what mm-hmm. i mean all right let's get to it pat uh talking top of the betting board here i don't you know what what are we doing you know it's you got john Rom six and a half to one i know i'm not doing that justin thomas 12 to one xander 14 Hideki down there burger Bryson's at 22. DJ making his first appearance of 2022. He's at 22 to one. now and Leishman, they're at 25 to one. I'm looking at some other books here and shopping some numbers as we go. If we're talking about guys just up to 25 to one in that shorter range, I got one guy. I got one guy. And uh, this guy hadn't played the Farmers in a while. Hadn't played the Farmers in a while. Uh, But it's Bryson DeChambeau. I'm going to bet Bryson DeChambeau at 22 to one. I think it's great value. I think he's a different golfer than when he played it in 2018, 2017. Um, Obviously, you know, it's not the U S open, but he's got some familiarity with this golf course. And I think, you know, Bryson could have a heck of a week with his pop and with his putting ability. He's comfortable on POA. I'm rolling Bryson at 22 to one. That's the only one here in this range. I'm I'm getting down with, and my stay away is going to be DJ. I kind of, foreshadowed it earlier you know just first event back shaking the rust off i don't, I don't know that that's a, a an outright win bet for me even a guy like dj on west coast i know it's dj but strong field um tough tough condi- you know tough golf course tough conditions first event out I, I just see dj as being one of those guys who like he's he's coming to this event so he can so he can shake the rust off he's not coming because he's already been doing work and you know you know here he is Um, I don't even know that he's played yeah he he hasn't even chosen to play this event since 2017 so it just feels like he's added it because he has to add a new course every I think what is it every four years or something if you don't play I don't know what the rule is but he's got to add new courses and it's like I guess I'll do this and here we are so to outright bet him I would I'm not gonna do it Uh, and so obviously with the you know the tendency of these mid-range to shorter guys winning this week I got a lot more in this, in these next couple ranges, but Bryson's it for me.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I agree with you there on DJ. I think, you know, you look at the numbers for him, I mean, 22 to one, um, a guy like DJ that's, that's certainly enticing, but I still just don't, I don't see it here for him. Um, I do like Bryson I'm with you there. I I think that number for him though at 22 to one is pretty good. Um, you know, I think, are we not allowed to do a twenty-five to one, or is that like the next? Yeah, game? you are allowed to do it. Yeah, it says. So it you don't. You don't want to look I at. I mean, Sam. we've only been doing this for like I don't know. You don't want to look at Sam Burns. I'm just shocked that you didn't mention Sam Burns at twenty-five to one. I no. mean, I love Sam Burns this week. I mean, I love look, Sam Burns. I yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You look across the board. I mean, he's top twenty in approach off the tee. I mean, he's accurate off the tee, which is like you get a lot of things from you guys, like that it can have a lot of distance and, you know, certainly fit the the course profile here because you've got to have distance, but they, they're they not very accurate off the tee, but he certainly is. Um, you know, he's gr- He's a yeah, great he putter, great putter. Um, so I love Sam Burns there at 25 to one. And then I'm going to go Xander at 17 to one. I think, you know, he's a guy that for a long time here, I say a long time, but for a few years here, everybody wanted to take Xander and he just, he missed a cut, missed a cut, whatever but he finished t2 here last year in this event um i I think that i think Xander is a very good play there at that 17 to 1 number the guy i want to avoid though is justin thomas at, at 12 to 1 i mean we haven't i don't know when he's played here outside of the u.s open uh in the last five or six years i don't know if he's ever played here in the in the farmers but um you know I just don't like his experience on this course. Yes, he you know, his last time out he had a T five at the century. But I, I just I don't wanna pay I don't wanna do twelve to one on Justin Thomas. That is that's just not I, down with that. I I'm not with that. So uh he's the guy that I would avoid here. So I would go Burns twenty five to one, Xander seventeen to one. And I don't mind yeah. the Bryson pick either.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I mean I, Burns was probably where I would have gone next, but I just there were so many names in these next couple ranges that I was like, ah, I probably just need to keep it tight, you know, up top. Um, and Mark Horn in the chat asked about Bryson's wrist because he withdrew from the sun yeah. because of his wrist. But listen, his wrist is fine. If if you were paying attention, which Bryson loves putting himself out there on social media, I think three days later he was filming himself breaking like a his new ball speed record uh, out in the desert somewhere, like two ten. Talberg Charles I think Bryson there. conveniently, him off.
2: he conveniently,
0: yeah, he
2: withdrew from the study. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm not worried about Bryson's wrist.
0: Okay.
1: Let's get to this mid range. Now this this is going to be tough to narrow down here, Pat. Um. You got, got Jae at several. 30, Kepka at 35 to one. Willie Z. We've mentioned Speed, McNeely, Wolf, Connors, all these guys down to kind of that.
0: Um. Uh, Luke List, Homa. Tringali range. Now, we talked about this at the beginning of the year, Pat.
1: We talked about when Brooks Kepka is one of those guys, when he gets over a certain number, I think we said twenty-five to one or thirty to one, that you just you just auto-bet him because of the 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 ability for him to turn it on when he wants to at any given moment, compete with the best in the world on the best, you know, Porsches in the world and dominate and win and close the door. Are you are you going to do that this week with Brooks Kefka? Yes or no?
2: Yes. I okay. Am. Yep. I am. I think. Did I best... just talk
1: you into that or you were already planning no, on it? No, I
2: already had him written down. I mean, he's thirty five to one. Uh on, on, is I think the best odds you're gonna get him at are thirty five to one. Um look, I mean, if he's on and he's driving the ball great, and you know, his approach play is where it should be, everything like you look at when he, now I know we talked about the US Open and blah, 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 whatever. He did finish fourth year though in the US Open. Um, he does not have a great history here outside of, of last year in the US Open. So, you know, he's missed a cut twice in 17 and then 2021. 20, I don't know how much 2017 really matters. Um, but still, I like Brooks Kepka at 35 to 1. He has all the intangibles to do, you know, extremely well on this course. Um, he, if he, if he has a good putting week and he, you know, he's good with, um, you know, his iron okay. approach good. Which is where he's been a little bit weak lately. Um, then there could be some problems, but I still think I'm going to go. I, I'm, I'm going with the rule. Okay. Brooks Koepka. If he's over long, 25 to one, I'm going to play him.
0: Okay. Good. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, I think I'm out think i'm out okay.
1: I, I i do think this is a place and i know that's the rule i do i do think this is a place that he doesn't you know obviously he hasn't made a habit of being here um very often and what we've seen of him lately is not very good so um i think yeah i think for that reason i am gonna bow out there's a lot of names in here that i like i mean i think that the name that probably caddy john was referring to that he knew he would steal my thunder on would be maverick mcneely yeah. who i am desperately in love with Betting wise, uh, and will continue to fire away uh, unabashedly with uh, Maverick McNeely. He is 70 to 1 right now um, on FanDuel Sportsbook. He's 45 to 1 on DraftKings, you know, a great reason to have multiple books. Uh, he's 60 to 1 on points bet 66 on bet MGM. So, I mean, FanDuel's giving you some value there. Maverick McNeely has uh, been playing outstanding. He just, he just, has got to close the door eventually i just feel like it's coming he he thrives on this west coast stuff he thrives on poa the ball striking is there i'm not gonna quit maverick and Keneally when i can grab that 70 to 1 number right here now you know if all i had was that 45 to 1 option i think i'm probably out because i i just can't see betting him oh you know he's in that Willie zalatoris range that's another player i like i like will at 30 right now you can get him at his lines moved a little bit today. He's at thirty-three to one on BetMGM. That's the best number you can get him. He's thirty to one on DraftKings. So, if you have an MGM account, you can get him at thirty-three to one right now. He was thirty-five to one on DraftKings earlier today. He shortened a little bit. So, but I love Willie's Will, out tours here as well. You know, obviously, you know, Caddy John talked about it. He is looking forward to this West Coast stuff, and he played great last week. I mean, could have won. He kind of crept. He kind of, I don't know. He was like a little flat coming out of the gate on Sunday, but he kind of turned it on the back nine. So he's one I like. Let me ask you about two guys last week that really screwed me royally in DFS, and that is Taylor Gooch and Corey Connors. The best number on Gooch right now is on FanDuel at fifty-five to one, and Connors at fifty to one on either DraftKings or BetMGM. If you look at if you look at what these two guys did last week, which is Trunk Slam after round three, it's not like they were. They were, they weren't awful. Like I looked at Taylor Gooch, he still gained strokes on approach, which is all he does. Like, he's just such a great iron player. He was dead even on the field off the tee, but he had a horrible week chipping. He lost like three and a half strokes chipping, which he never does. He's usually positive there. Corey Connors also missed the cut, but was positive in almost every other, like almost every category. He just didn't like blow it out. The, you know, he just didn't blow it out and score enough. Right. So I think I think I'm I could be convinced to hop back on betting Gooch. Probably not going to bet Corey Connors, but I think I could get back on Gooch. Uh, he's got a good record here as well, I believe. Yeah, like no, you know, nothing to write home about last couple of years, but a T three in 2019 hasn't missed a cut in four attempts here at the Farmers. So I could get back on the Gooch train at 55 to one on FanDuel. What do you think of those two guys?
2: No, no on both. <laughs> No, I'm both. I I I don't want any part of them to bet them. Why? I don't. I don't. For one, I don't think Corey Connors. This is a course for him, and I also don't think that he's like he's not really playing fantastic lately for for his standards. You know, coming off a miscut there. Um, it is kind of weird that we've given Corey Connors. Like, I do think
1: the the industry gives Connors a lot of credit um in the outright market like we bet on him a lot in the outright market when he's only won once right yeah he's only won
2: one I mean, i'm not making that I up i mean, I would to be, between the two i'd probably go gooch if you want. Oh, yeah that's right
1: i think outright i'm going gooch but i could see being tempted to get back on cory connors and dfs
2: yeah i don't know i'm 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 kind of uh i'm kind of salty towards cory connors lately And I didn't even play him last week and he missed a cut, which is fine, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, not feeling him lately. So, but I'll tell you who I am. Okay. I do like Willie Z, which you mentioned. Um, I like Tony Finau 30 to one incredible history here. Um, yeah, he probably burned a lot of people last week with that T40, but I think this is just a great course for Tony Finau. Um, you know, And he's obviously shown that with what he's done here over the past. I mean, let's let's just look at his finishes here. Last five years, T4 and 17, T6 and 18, T13 in 2019, T6 in 2020, T2 last year in 2021. That's pretty damn good. That means he's come extremely close. I know Finau is like one of those guys that just cannot get over the hump and win a, a lot. But still, 30-1 to 1 with a guy with that kind of history here, I love him and I will play that. Um, here's another one. I'll go back to Scotty Scheffler after last week. I know he's got a terrible history here, but he's a great total driver of the ball. You know, has the distance, has the accuracy. Um, he, I think this is a good course for him. I, I still, despite what he's done in the last couple of years, I still think he's a different player. I'm getting him at 34 to one. I like that number also. Um, Two others that I like. Another one, first with great course history here. Actually, both of these guys. You're gonna laugh at me, and I don't care. You're you're like all over. You're like dry humping all the courses. I, I love go. this range. I love this range. This course history, huh? Justin Rose and Ryan Palmer.
0: Okay, I'm both-
2: glad you brought up Justin Rose. I was gonna ask you
1: this because I I, I I wrote him down as kind of a okay, like I'm I'm warming up a little bit. Do we think that Justin Rose is gonna win? Like, like can can he win again?
2: I absolutely think he can win again. Yes, I do. And obviously, we know he's won this tournament before. Um, so I, I Isn't think the last can... time he's won anything was that 2019? That was 2018. Was that? The uh, last... I feel oh, like he's won. Yeah, it's no, it was 2019.
0: 2019. It was 2019. He he won the Farmers in 2019. That was his last victory. According to Fantasy um, National. Maybe they have the year off. I think they have the year off. I think the
2: year's off there. I could be wrong, but I feel like the year's off. I thought it was 2018. Hmm. Either way, before that, he had a really nope, good history. SRA, it was
0: 2019. Okay. Um, 2018 with Jason Day. Also, holy crap. David Speaks gave us a $100 super chat in the
1: YouTube. Shout out, David Speaks. I said ten thousand. He gave us hundred. I should have said a million dollars.
2: But thank you, David. We appreciate it, man. David's been freaking killing it. Anyway, I do think Justin Rose could could win, and he's been playing pretty well lately. I mean, he has been. These these older guys, we tend to, you know, why do we forget about the older guys sometimes? You know, we tend to just want to like go with all these like early on in the. You know, we're pretty ageist on this damn podcast sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) and. He's been playing well. He had that T twelve at the RSM, T thirty three last week at the MX. I don't I don't mind Rose as an outright. I really don't. Mm.
0: Yeah, I wrote him down. I, I don't know. I probably won't
1: I probably won't have I probably won't have him, but I wrote him down. And then, and then Ryan Palmer. I mean oh Ryan yeah you mentioned Palmer, Palmer. is I sixty words, to it's one. All over the the course history, aren't you? I mean, well, I do think course history matters here more than it did like last week for sure. And Palmer's been playing good too. I wrote him
2: down. He's one I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean he's he's not just it's not just the course history. I mean he's playing well too. So,
1: so the best number you can get on him sixty to one. Yeah. Let me let me go one more guy up in that phenal rank. This is the reason I would not bet phenal and probably, well, Scheffler's short in that. Like I think if I were gonna hit two shorter guys that I think are good value i mentioned bryson already but i, I like sung here uh, i'm feeling i'm feeling a little bit of sung this week uh coming off of t11 at the amex continuing to just hit the ball so nice now one thing i didn't mention so taylor gooch sung jm siwoo kim and kh lee three asians and a gooch uh, are all playing their fourth tournament in a row which is uh you know i mean take take it for what you want like we talked to a lot of tour pros that start saying after week three, everything starts kind of falling apart a little bit. I don't think that applies to, to Sung J him like Sung J plays a lot of golf. So I'm not too worried about it, but just last week, I mean, gaining nine, almost nine shots on approach last week at the Amex, um, just continues to just hit the ball. So well, gain strokes on POA, um, You know, he's 30, 32 to one is the best number you can can find for him. He's made a cut, uh, made the cut here every time he's played it. And he's gotten better every time. 52nd his first time out, 36 the year after, and 32nd in 2021. So, you know, no like top 25s or anything, but I think he's knocking on the door. He's obviously coming off a win in the fall at the Shriners that you hit. Uh, I think Sung Jae is going to continue to keep this thing rolling in 32 to one. I think I'd rather have that than than female, just from the and I know this is like female spot, but just the yeah, way that know. they're playing right now, I'd much rather have I think I'd rather have M. Um, so yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's the that's kind of the top of the board. Um all right, let's move into this like kind of getting into the long range up to one twenty five to one. Uh before we do that though, Pat, I know you've just had a big coffee breakthrough. You just bought your yes. big you yes. just bought your big machine, your big coffee machine. It's like a million-dollar machine that took you – you still haven't figured it out. You yeah. know, do you, Maybe you like a full-bodied roast or a light roast. Uh, we all have our preferences of what we like to drink and how we like our coffee in the morning. And Our friends at Trade Coffee make it easier to brew your best cup right there at home. So whether you're a coffee nerd or you just want a little bit better daily cup, that's where I was. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about me. Trade Coffee's Real Coffee Experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. What happened to me is I go, you know what? I'm tired of this Keurig. It, it told me like six years ago that I had to change the filter, and I never have, so Lord knows what kind of carcinogens I'm taking into my body when yeah. I drink my coffee every morning. And it just You got to descale right. that thing. I never <laughs> do that. I never do that. So then when Trade doesn't... Coffee comes up, I'm like, yeah, I'll take a bag of that goodness, and I'll do a little French press or something. So I get this, get this fresh bag. It literally, you know, and you go through the website, you type in how you like it, what you want. Da, 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 da. It's like picking your, you know, I mean, it's like very custom and I get it delivered. It's delicious. It even has the date that they, they, they like roasted the beans and everything. It's, it's beautiful. It's got like a born on date. Um, and for our listeners right now, trade coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags of coffee. When you go to drinktradecom slash tour junkies. So to get started, you go on that website, take their quiz at drinktradecom junkies to start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktradecom junkies for twenty dollars off your first three bags of coffee. It's good stuff. I can personally testify to it. Pat, have you used yours in your new machine yet? I have not used it in the new machine. It is on the mm-hmm. way. I cannot wait to try it. Um, you need to do a uh, you need to do like an Instagram story or something. That you you brew in your you know a, a, a Pat demoing your new coffee machine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a it's a spaceship. It, it's it's it literally is a spaceship coffee machine, but it makes some fantastic. No, well, it's really not. It's it's a you know it's espresso, what it is.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's
2: right. And I'm I'm leaving learning Excuse how me. to um, you know, froth the milk and make put like a heart, put like a heart on the top. Shut up! You cannot can do that.
1: Can you really do that? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I can do it. No, you sometimes. Can't. Yeah, it's it's how it, if you froth it correctly, it
1: uh no way. Yeah. Can you do other shapes? Can you do like a wiener or something on there? You deliver that to your
2: wife? I mean, I could if I wanted to. But so, like, hey, I,
1: hey, look, hey, more, hey look, there's more, more some of coffee that, 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 that I brought. You.
0: Yeah,
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah, a- like like
0: actual size. No, it's not actual size. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, all right. Getting to the uh, the long shots here. So let's look at okay. guys at 125. The one number. I got three names in here that I love love okay. luke list i'm gonna go ahead and get out the way i love i hope we have a few different names here don't love like luke here you gotta love luke here you love him don't you you like mm-hmm. him here huh i do like luke I like all right luke. i know it's good if you like him here and he's playing solid 22nd at the amex you know he had a good fall i think he's gonna keep it rolling um he loves this place i, I don't know if he talked about this exact place on our show but i think he i feel like he did he loves the west coast um puts well puts better out here than he puts anywhere else 10th here last year, 36th year before that, 40th year before that, 12th the year before that. Luke's got plenty of experience here and he is just hitting his ball really well right now. And obviously Poe is his best surface. He can score. He is 90 to one on FanDuel last I looked. Let me make sure that's the case. Let's see. Yes, he is still 90 to one on FanDuel, which is a pretty nice value compared to like DraftKings. He's 70 to one. So I'm all in on Luke List. I'll just button this up here. Keegan Bradley, I'm on. Um, the best number you can get on him right now is on DraftKings at 80-1. to 1. You know, it's it's all about the ball striking for me. It's the combination of distance and accuracy off the tee that I'm really liking this week. Uh, Keegan coming off the 12th place finish at the Sony. The ball striking was money. Uh, he's played great at the Farmers. got a great history here, a 16th last year, a 5th and a 4th in back-to-back years in 18 and 17. He's played it at like two, four, six, eight, ten 10 times. He's missed two cuts in the last 10 years. He loves this place. Keegan Bradley, I'm all about as well. And then I did uh, have written down um, our boy Caddy John mentioned, Tom Hoagie. You know, he's 100 to one on DraftKings. And, to, you know, Hoagie's, he's not closed the door on his first PGA Tour win, but he's come so close so many times. I feel like he could do it at any, I feel like he's another one that could kind of just do it at any moment. He's a little more volatile. Um, you know, and he's, and he's been volatile here. He's either been miscut here fifth or 12th at the farmers. Okay. That's, that's his record at the farmers. And I mean, look at his last three events, runner up at the Amex, miscut at the Sony the week before that fourth place at the RSM. Like he kind of is this boomer bust, very volatile guy, but when he's boom, he's top five contending boom. So, you know, I think a hundred to one on Tom Hoagie coming off that runner up finish, hitting it. Well, coming to an event that he's got good, you know, a good, couple runs at um i, I like ho get 100 to 1 so that's it for me in this range
2: all right well i'll give you a couple here and caddy john uh kind of stole my thunder of one of these guys but lonto griffin at 80 to 1 I, I think that's a good number for him he's sort of a streaky type player um finished third at the amex last week um had a great week when you look at i mean his putting he he was you know plus three and a half strokes on the field you know he was you know plus 3 almost on strokes gained approach check the box in scrambling last week which i think is something that uh is going to be huge this 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 week. You know, he was top 10 here last year. He finished 7th place. You know, if you look at his last several rounds, he checks the box on strokes gained approach and putting. So i think Lanto Griffin at 80 to 1 is a very good number there for him. Um another guy, kind of a a, a longer shot guy in here is uh Jonathan Vegas at 125 to 1. Now he's one of those guys I think that's just always spotty. Like you never know what you're gonna get from Vegas. But when you get a guy like him who's won plenty of times on tour at 125 to one, I mean, I think that he he's a great bet this week. I, I love him. And um so I will play some Johnny Vegas there at that 125 to one number. Look, I mean, his history isn't, you know, I mean, it's kind of spotty here as well. But still, I am a big fan of
0: Vegas this week. All right. Well, should we get into like the the big bombs here? Yeah. Um, there's a few down here. I would much
1: rather have a lot of these guys in the top 20 range. So maybe we'll, I'll probably spend more time on the top 20s uh, for these. But I do think, I think there are two, oof, I don't even want to say Uh. No, I'm not, I'm not even going to say that one name. I'm going to say that one. There's one guy in here. Let me just make sure his his number's still the same, because his number probably. Good lord! Look at all those. Names. All right. Yes. Same. Same one. Okay. So Gary Woodland is 160 to one on FanDuel, and he's 100 to one, 110 to one, and 125 to one on every other book. You know. So I, I I've, I'm immediately drawn to the value there with Woodland, and you know he is coming off a a miscut his first start of 2022 at the Amex where, you know, he he didn't do anything like super terrible actually. In fact, like Tia Green, he was negative 0.2 strokes, so it's not like he was awful in anything. He was just it it looks like, you know, three rounds of just rusty golf. Like I'm just gonna shake the rust off. It's tournament golf. It is what it is. I'm just going to come out here and, and see what, what I have. And what he had wasn't quite good enough to play the extra day on Sunday, but he got three good rounds in. He comes to Torrey, a place that he's very familiar with. Um, he's been playing Torrey since every year. He's come here since 2011, every single year. That's two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven 10, 11 times. He's missed one cut. He's got a ninth, a 12th, a 20th, an 18th, a 10th, another tw- a 27th. Like, he's got a tremendous record. His ball striking at Torrey is always fantastic. And even the thing that always gets him down is putting, but he he's gained strokes on almost, uh, let's see, he's gained strokes on five of the 11 years that he's played here. He's gained strokes putting. So there's something about the POA that I think does better for Gary. 161, just a big number on a guy that could win. So Gary Woodland is the only big, big, big number that I really like here at this tournament. Going back to what we said at the beginning, in the last 10 years, nobody nobody longer than 60 to one has, oh God, nobody... <laughs>
2: Did you see that? Yeah, what happened?
1: My chair, the, the, the yeah. lever, accidentally got pulled. I shrank. Nobody's actually won this thing uh, longer than 60 to 1 in the last 10 years. So it's probably not going to happen this year. But Gary Woodland at 160 just seems like a good value. That's it.
2: You know, I have a few in here, but when you mention Gary Woodland, it makes Gary me think Gary Woodland of, uh, from Kansas. <laughs> nice. When you... Nice pull. Nice pull. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh you know, it makes me think of uh my hair thinning.
0: Mm. It's you know, and I squishy. don't like
2: I don't like and I also like like in twenty twenty two I'm all about natural things, D B. Mm. Are you so yeah, I'm all about natural. So, you know, when it comes to thinning hair, um, you know, I, I don't I don't want like prescription stuff. Okay? I want I want a holistic solution for men. You know that promotes healthier hair and whole body wellness cuz you know I'm all about whole body wellness these yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. without drugs, without prescriptions. I want whole body like wholesome around the whole body. It's like a bubble of wholesome. So yeah. if you talk about it, you know And here's another thing, DB, did you know the root cause of thinning hair? Nutriful Is the hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that may be impacting your hair. There's all these things coming out of nowhere Mm -hmm. that can impact your hair. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. Praise God. Twenty-one potent natural ingredients support sex drive better sleep, and less stress too. So you get all of this in Nutrafol. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness. After three and six months, Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 doctors. 1,500. Okay? TV. Yeah. I just want you to know you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com. Dot com and entering the po- promo code Junkies to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Here's another thing. You get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off free shipping at Nutrafol.com. That is spelled th- with the letters... N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com. Promo code Junkies. Get you some Nutrafol. Get you some body health, some hair health, and everything else right this minute. <laughs> I understand if you need a hot dog. I understand it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mark Horn in the YouTube chat said,
1: Larry King is gone, but his ad reads live on. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. That got me. I mean, Nutrafol, uh, man. I'm telling you, look, oh I'm thinning
2: up here, but it's getting better because I'm. Uh,
1: yeah, Charlie. Charlie in the chat told me that I got bags under my eyes, so I, I mean, apparently, I need more sleep. So I'm gonna hit it up for that sleep. Help look, you a get
2: bit. like you get a lot with Nutrafol, not yeah, just hair growth, assistance. not just uh, hair growth.
1: All right, we need to hit some top twenties quickly, and then give our early our early okay. favorites and leans right. here. Uh top twenties for me. I mean, listen, I love Sung Jay at plus one forty. I love Luke List at plus two fifty. I've already bet Luke List at plus two fifty. Um I love Maverick McNeely at plus one sixty. I love Willie Zalatoris at plus one forty. Keegan plus two seventy five Hoagie plus three thirty. Those are my favorites. Those are my favorites. Now a couple of, like, bomb top 20s. Joseph Bramlett at plus 500. He's been playing great. West Coast yeah, player. He stole
2: one from me. I like that one,
1: That's a He's been playing good, isn't he? Like, I like yeah. Joseph Bramlett. We're going to talk about him in the next show for sure. Um, uh, my boy Cam Davis. You know, we didn't talk about how Aussies and South Africans love Kikuya grass and they're comfortable on it and all that stuff. Cam Davis coming here to the farmers at 4-1 to one as a top 20 is very interesting to me.
2: Um. So that's probably it. Anybody else for you? I a couple. Um. I did min- I I like Bramlet too. He was one that I liked. Um. Yeah. I think CT Pan is sneaky at plus plus oh, four hundred. He loves CT Pan sometimes. Yeah. He's done well here before though. He likes this course. Blanto Griffin is plus two seventy five. A guy we didn't mention. Aaron Wise plus two twenty. He scares me to bet outright because I just don't. I don't know when he's ever gonna win because. Every time I bet him outright, he never wins. But I do like that plus 220 number on him as well. Um, I think that's a good one. Um, I think that's all I got. I got a few others in here. By the way, I didn't even get to mention my long shots. Oh, sorry. Because I was busy doing my my wonderful ad read for Nutrafol. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Wyndham Clark at 190 to 1. I like Wyndham Clark, man, this week.
1: I'd rather have that as a top 20. I like Wyndham Clark. I would rather have Dude that as a top bombs two. it,
2: puts well on POA. He's he fifth in well the everywhere. field. Two top 35s here. I like Wyndham Clark, I like, to one. I like that
1: as a 4-1 to one top 20.
0: Okay.
2: And then, did you mention your boy Cam Davis? I just did as a top 20, 4-1. To
0: okay.
2: I like not outright, not to win. I don't like him outright either. Okay. So there you go.
1: All right, we've, uh, we've thrown a bunch of names at you. We've thrown a bunch of names at you for the Farmers Insurance Open 2022 from Torrey Pines. But now I just want to give you the ones that we really like and we feel like you need to jump on yep. right now. Presented by Covers, where you need to go. Winning starts at Covers, helping over 25 million sports bettors annually. Covers present, presents this show, and they're fantastic. We appreciate them. So check them out. Our article for head-to-heads and top 20s and any prop bets that we like, only goes up on covers it's there exclusively and it is free and it only takes about five minutes to read it so check that out that'll be dropping probably on uh tuesday late tuesday afternoons usually when it drops so pat let's talk outrights, our favorite bets and early leans that we like right now i'm going to say two names here sung j and wills al so i'm probably taking your wills out you can probably go ahead and double down on wills Will al so Right now, you can get Sung Jay best odds at 32 to one on FanDuel. Will Zalatoris is 33 to one on BetMGM, and those odds have have on Willie Z have shortened in the last few hours. So I would hop on that. Um, He's both these guys are obviously playing well. Will Zalatoris is, uh, you know, he's got the West Coast swing circled on the calendar to get that first PGA Tour win, and I like the value on both those guys. Uh, Maverick McNeely at 70 to one. I've talked ad nauseum about another West Coast player. He's playing great. He's come so close a couple times. He's ready to close the door. He's 70 to one on FanDuel. Luke List at 90 to one. I absolutely love on FanDuel. Another West Coast guy who loves this, this time of year. Playing great as well. So those are my outrights that I'm loving. And then I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much back those in top 20 markets. M is plus 140. Willie Zalatoris is plus 140. Luke List is plus 250. And then I'll give you two more. Keegan Bradley at plus 275 and Tom Hoagie at plus 330. Those are all bets that I will go ahead and take right now at those numbers and be very happy about it because I I don't think they're getting any longer. So I'm hopping on it. Pat, what you got?
2: Okay. Well, I will start with Xander at 17 to one. Love that bet for him. I mean, just, just a, you know, he's just a fantastic golfer. He's, you know, obviously going to be one of the next studs on tour or is already a next stud on tour. So I love him at 17 to one. Also, I'll go with Sam Burns at 25 to 1. I'm just gonna, I mean, you just gotta keep riding the Sam Burns train. He is fantastic. So I love him there. I love Tony Finau at 30 to one. I'll go with him. And then I'll also go with Brooks Kepka at 35 to 1, all those right there. I think you can really live in this range less than 50 to 1. We've seen that over the years yep. with all the guys that win this tournament. So I'm I'm gonna, you know, probably sit right here there and just go with the shorter guy, shorter odds guys. Finau, Kapka, Xander, Sam Burns. You know, if I'm going longer odds, I love Lanto Griffin. I, I think an 80 to one number is a very good number on him. Get him why he's streaky and why he's hot. I like that. Um, for top 20s, you know, Lonto is also at plus 275. I like that. I like I like Bramlet at plus 500. I think that's yeah. a really good number for top 20. I think we need to add that in there. It's a bomb. 5 to 1. That's a bomb yeah, top 20. That's but. a bomb top 20, but I really like that. He's really been good lately. Yeah. And if you check the stats for him, they definitely check out for, for this course. So I love him. Love it. Awesome.
1: There you go. Listen, that is the betting show for the Tour Junkies Farmers Insurance Open 2022. Be sure and comment on the YouTube channel if you have not already. That helps us out. Helps get the get the word out on the show give it a thumbs up subscribe as well. But the comment that we really want is what do you want to see at a golf tournament? We've got our first live golf tournament going on in September. We can pull out all kinds of stops here for this thing. So, you, you know, if you played in a charity event or a scramble or a member event that you, that, you know, they did something unique. They did something fun that you really enjoyed or that maybe you haven't seen done before, but you got a good idea. Give it to us. We want them. We need them. We're going to work them in our, our, our golf event in September. So put that in the YouTube comments. And let's have a great week. See in the Nut Hut. So much winning going on in the Nut Hut last week for the American Express. Come get in there with us. Let's have some fun. Let's have some community. You know, we all need community, Pat. Mm-hmm. All yeah. of us. We love and, some um, community. Listen, my new, my new catchphrase that I've added, thanks to uh, my tequila-ness last week on the American Express is uh, at the end of the betting show. Because I'm not gonna say, you know, may your screens be green because you know, that really only applies to DFS stuff. But apparently, I said last week, bend over your bookie. Let's let's have a week. So, bend over your bookie this week. Make them pay. You know what I mean? Let's do it. And- See ya.